I'm Cecilia Lay, and this is Fifth Emission. On the field, the Oakland A's are the worst team in Major League Baseball, but the A's have been good at something else, a lot of drama. That drama is the proposed $12 billion waterfront ballpark and development project at Howard Terminal. The terminal currently serves as a place for a variety of port and cargo needs in Oakland, including truck parking and storage. The A's want to transform 56 acres of it. In addition to a shiny new ballpark, the team has proposed 3,000 residential units and hundreds of thousands of square feet of retail and commercial space, and up to 18 acres of publicly accessible open space. But some port workers, including Melvin McKay, who is a veteran longshoreman and union leader, thinks it's a bad idea. You have a businessman who wants to keep business going. I want a stadium, but I want a hotel, and I want 3,000 condominiums. I want an amusement park for you people in Oakland so you guys can have a place to go. Well, that's BS. You want money. Port workers say the A's want to turn the terminal into a, quote, yuppie playground. Sevlon Hauser, who leads the Jack London Improvement District, says that's not a bad thing. I hope it will be a yuppie playground. I hope it will be a playground for everybody. Everybody deserves safe streets and neighborhood amenities. Jack London Square is one of the only places in the area where you can come down and enjoy an urban waterfront experience. So improving connectivity and mobility and more places for people to recreate, enjoy public spaces is a benefit to everybody. And so, yes, perhaps some yuppies will enjoy it, but I think everybody will enjoy. That tension is at the heart of a consequential vote that is taking place on Thursday. Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani joins me today to chat about the upcoming decision that would either make or break the development project. It's the latest chapter in the A's long quest to find a new home for their team. They've played in the Oakland Coliseum since 1968. And the vote isn't just a big deal for the A's. It's really important for people like longshoreman Melvin McKay, too. I do have a son here on the waterfront now who just came in a few months ago and a grandson. I would like to see them live their lives out with this job and to be able to provide for their families like I have. You know, that's the reason I am so against this ballpark on maritime property. Sarah Ravani, thank you so much for being here. The last time we chatted about the ballpark decision was back in February. That was when the Oakland City Council was voting on whether they would approve an environmental review of the project. That went through. But what has happened since then? So there have been a lot of moving parts to this project. The EIR, the Environmental Impact Report, did go through, as you mentioned. That triggered a series of lawsuits that were filed against the A's and the city by different groups. So there were three separate lawsuits filed by port workers, railroad company, Capital Corridor, basically arguing that the CEQA analysis, the environmental review was inadequate. These lawsuits were not unexpected. You know, the city and the A's expected them. So they're going through that process. This is a contentious project. There's a lot of feelings on all sides, you know, about it. So it's been several months of that and leading into a bunch more approvals and negotiations that the A's and the city have to go through. So like you mentioned, Sarah, there's a lot of sides to this debate on whether or not this ballpark should happen. What are the main arguments for folks who see this as ultimately a benefit for the city of Oakland? 
Yeah, so the supporters of the project say that it would be transformative for the Jack London Square area. It would open up the port to public access. You know, it would bring more parks. It would potentially bring more business. Um, it would boost the economy. It would bring housing. The A's have, you know, 3,000 housing units tied to their project. And also it would potentially keep the A's in Oakland. The A's are the last sports team. Oakland has lost, you know, the Raiders, the Warriors over the last five years. So there's also a lot of pressure about keeping the last sports team in Oakland. And then what are the concerns on the other side? Remind us what they're saying. So on the other side, there's the port workers who say they need Howard Terminal for port functions. The Port of Oakland is a working, thriving port. They need it to be able to do their business. They also argue that that area already has a lot of traffic. So to add 3,000 housing units, however many people for ballpark games, is really going to impact their functions. And they worry that they could lose their jobs if the city or the port ends up siding with you know, the new residents that have come to that area versus them. There's also concerns about Howard Terminal itself has toxic substances at the site that need to be remediated. Um, they say that the A's plan is inadequate. They worry about environmental issues. So there's a lot of different factors that are kind of coming at ahead. And then there's also, you know, concerns about how this could impact um, traffic in Chinatown. How could it impact businesses in Chinatown and elsewhere? So there's just a lot at play. And displacement too, right? Displacement over housing issues, particularly for communities of color. Absolutely. That has been a huge issue. You know, 3,000 units, will they all be market rate? Will they, will they, won't they? You know, that's something the city and the A's are negotiating right now. And then how will it impact the surrounding neighborhoods? Will people who have lived there for a long time be able to stay there? Mm -hmm. These are all part of conversations that are happening in the public and privately in negotiations. And so we're chatting now because a very consequential vote is going to go down on Thursday, which can either make or break this entire ballpark and development project. What is it about? So on Thursday, a very key state agency, the San Francisco Bay Conservation and Development Commission, BCDC for short, is going to weigh in on whether or not they will approve the A's request to remove Howard Terminal from port designation. If they vote in favor of their request, it basically means that Howard Terminal can be used for a ballpark. Right now, it can't be. It's designated for port use only, port priority use designation. That's what it is. It's about removing that designation so that the A's can build a waterfront ballpark and surrounding development there. And how does that vote have to go down in order for this project to move forward? The A's need to get a two-thirds vote in favor of their proposal. And if it doesn't happen, just to reiterate, this whole thing, after months of debate, is nixed? Yeah, I mean, without that designation being removed from port priority use to allowing for a ballpark, the A's can't use Howard Terminal as a site for a new project. So let's get into the nitty gritty of this particular vote. What would it mean to remove Howard Terminal from port designation, as you're describing? That would impact cargo and shipping work, I would imagine. What are critics saying? Port workers say that they need Howard Terminal for their business purposes. Right now, Howard Terminal is used for truck staging, storage, and other ancillary uses. And port workers argue that 
this would detract from the region's capability to meet projected growth in cargo that you know they expect to get at the port over the next 50 years. So BCDC had a couple of entities kind of analyze this. They had their independent consultant, and then they had like a state committee that voted against removing port priority use at Howard Terminal, which was a huge blow to the A's. And then BCDC staff independently studied it and gave a recommendation, which is part of their process. And their recommendation, their final recommendation, which just came out a couple of weeks ago, they determined that um, Howard Terminal can be used for a new ballpark project and that it would, quote, not detract from the region's capability to meet the projected growth in cargo and has demonstrated that the cargo forecast can be met with existing terminals. Where would that port work go if Howard Terminal is converted for development? BCDC staff said that even under a moderate growth expansion, they don't necessarily need Howard Terminal to meet the cargo demands of the future and that there are other existing terminals that can help with that. BCDC staff also said that in its current state, Howard Terminal will experience flooding from sea level rise and any future development, whether it's port related or not, will have to take that into account. The A's have said they plan to address sea level rise. More with Sarah Ravani after a quick break. Even if Thursday's vote goes their way, there would still be more hurdles for the A's to cross before they can build their new waterfront park. What are they? Also, how is the city of Oakland going to pay for all of this? We'll be right back. You can support the newsroom that creates Fifth Emission by signing up for unlimited access at sfchronicle.com slash pod or by downloading the San Francisco Chronicle app. I'm back with Chronicle reporter Sarah Ravani, who is chatting about the vote on Thursday that will decide if Howard Terminal's 56-acre parcel will be removed from port designation in order to make way for the Oakland A's development plans. There's a debate about whether that will impact the careers of Oakland port workers. Here's what Oakland Mayor Libby Schaff had to say about that. So you really feel like the port would still thrive along with the ballpark? Absolutely. I know that we will continue to have a growing world-class port and a new waterfront ballpark district with the addition of all the former army base land that is on the outer harbor, the part of the port with the deepest water that can accommodate the new generation of ships. The port is gaining space, not losing it. So, Sarah, a lot of arguments are being made that this development project will not impact port workers, but even if the A's secure that two-thirds vote in their favor, that's not the end of it, right? Yeah, there's a lot that still needs to happen for this project to be a full go. For one, if they get the yes vote from BCDC, they'll have to come back to BCDC to apply for a permit, a major permit. They also have to get approvals from the State Lands Commission. They have to submit like a toxic remediation plan to the Department of Toxic Substances and Control, the state's agency. And then that agency needs to like ensure that their plan is adequate. They have to go to the Port of Oakland for more approvals. And then the really big thing that they still need to get is a final development agreement and community benefits package with the city. The A's are really pushing for a final vote by the end of the year because next year, Mayor Libby Schaff will have termed out 
two current council members who are running for mayor are giving up their seats to do it. So the makeup of the city council will change. And so politically, they want to get their approvals with the current electeds. And I also understand, Sarah, there's chatter about bringing this to the Oakland voters, putting this on a ballot so that Oakland voters can decide whether or not this can be a go. Is that right? Kind of. The current proposed ballot measure is more an advisory vote, which means it'll survey Oaklanders about how they feel about the project. It doesn't give Oakland voters the power to approve or deny the project. It's really just surveying how they feel. Mm -hmm. And the city council will decide next week if they're going to put that on the ballot. So this waterfront ballpark and development project is super expensive. It's expected to cost at least $12 billion. And I understand the city of Oakland is still trying to figure out how to pay for the infrastructure upgrades needed to make it happen. How are those conversations going? Those conversations are ongoing. I got some insight into where they stand last week. The A's said that they proposed to the city that they would, you know, agree to the 15% on-site affordable, 20% off-site affordable, if the city was willing to invest some of the sales tax, transportation tax, et cetera, to pay for the infrastructure upgrades. The city rejected that and said that they feel like there are superior ways to pay for it. So it's ongoing. It's really hard to know where exactly things stand. Last I talked to the mayor, she said that the city is working on submitting another proposal to the A's for consideration. And then lastly, the city still needs Alameda County to buy into their tax district. The city proposed creating a tax district over the Howard Terminal site where it would reinvest property tax to repay the A's for infrastructure upgrades there. Mm -hmm. If the county doesn't do it, that'll also be a major blow to the whole project. And that vote hasn't been scheduled yet. If the A's are successful, this development at Howard Terminal would be one of the largest developments in the state's history, and it would completely transform Jack London Square. If it doesn't happen, Oakland loses yet another professional sports team. Where would the A's go? So if it doesn't happen, people are concerned that the A's will leave. The A's have definitely threatened that they will, and they are exploring sites in Las Vegas. So that's an option. There was a story earlier this week in the Las Vegas Review Journal that MLB said if the A's decide to move to Vegas, they don't have to pay a relocation fee. And the A's say that they are, you know, in negotiations for sites there. So we'll see. And Thursday will be consequential to see if this conversation continues or ends. Sarah, thank you so much for catching us up on what's going on. Thanks for having me. Sarah Ravani covers Oakland and the East Bay for The Chronicle. Find her coverage of the Howard Terminal drama at sfchronicle.com and on the Chronicle app. Thank you to Karen Creighton for producing and editing this episode and to you for listening. <laughs> 